and three for Tungle by Loa. The pressure is there, the run is on, hits the deck, gets the first, and fumbles the ball. And it's picked up by Marcus Epps. You saw the success under 40 for the kicker Carlson. He's now made it 45 consecutive field goals in Wilson on the move. Tungle by Loa. Nice catch. Here goes Hill. Kiss him goodbye. Touchdown. Tony Pierce told us that he wanted him to be more vocal now that he's the starting quarterback, and that's what he's done. First and ten. Going deep. Oh, he's got Adams. That is a touchdown. What a throw. In the red zone. Let's see. Two into the air. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. Touchdown. Armstead the block, and he's got his tight end. And that is a loose ball. Hill had it, we think. And it was recovered on the fumble at the 33-yard line. Grabbed by Diablo on the hit by Hobbs. The seven-yard field goal try by Daniel Carlson. High snap, put down, and you can book it. And it's a one-point game. The Dolphins. First and ten. Big demonstration. Blocked by Cotton. Going deep for Waddle and picked off. It's intercepted on the play by Pulamow. Ruminor the block. The throw by O'Connor. It's picked off, intercepted. Ramsey's got it. This is in his wheelhouse. As evidenced by that kick. 17, 13, Dolphins by four. One yard field goal try. And he's going to get this one right down the middle. Much success here in the second half. So, second down and six on the cross. Oh, the hurdle! Renfro keeps his balance. Look at him play. Breaking one tackle after another inside the 30. And Ramsey's on Myers. Fourth and six. Here comes the pressure. Grab, thrown, intercepted Phillips. On the big hit by Christian Wilkins. And there's a catch made by Tucker. Connell is 23 of 38. Are on the block and downfield. They got Adams. And he gets out of bounds. Second down and 10. Good time. Going deep. Looking for Tucker. Intercepted. Another one for Ramsey. Welcome back, Raider Nation, to our Thanksgiving celebration. Oh, man. Hope you guys are having a great holiday weekend. We are getting ready over here. We are getting excited. The Raiders, unfortunately, did take an L on Sunday to the Dolphins. But you know what? I don't think anybody's that mad about it. But let's get into it. Uh, first off, right off the bat, uh, we have a guest this week. We're really excited to uh, introduce our man, Chris, from Protect the Shield podcast, right? That's what it's called, Protect the Shield? Yes. Yeah. And I know he's he's based out of Ohio, correct? Yeah, absolutely, man. Columbus, Ohio is kind of kind of a random place for a Raider fan. But, yeah, that's, that's where I'm from, man, born and raised. That's excellent. That's excellent, man. Well, we're glad to have you, man. We're going to – I always see you doing a lot of stuff on Twitter and you're making your own content. So definitely want to get people over there checking you out and see what you're up to. And then, of course, we got the guy that we all started together, Raider Joe. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, Raider Nation? Doing great, man. Just – uh Chiefs, Chiefs week, baby. That's the way I look at it. Like if you're if you're SC, it's always a Stanford week, bro, or whatever. But right now it's Chiefs week. Uh, you know, and 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 speaking of Ohio, Chris, 
there's no odd place for a Raider fan, bro. Raiders are everywhere, baby. You know, it doesn't matter. Ohio can be in Egypt, bro. There's, there's Raider fans everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you're not lying about that, man. Um, one of my, you know, we have like a little networking group that we have, and one of our guys that's in our network, man, he's from Australia, man. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's wild, man. That's the beauty of the internet. You know, we can all really collect, uh, connect and do some cool things together. So we're really happy to have you, man. And um, just want to see what you guys, your thoughts on last week's game. You know, I, I watched every snap like we always do. And um, I, I was just stunned by the fact that the Raiders stayed in the game so long as they did. You know, I, I think the point spread was like 14 points that the Raiders were favored to lose or to lose to the Dolphins. And um, i just love to hear your guys' thoughts because I, I thought it was an exciting game. I thought, you know, first half, you, you're at 14-13, you go into halftime, and then you come out of the locker room, boom, you get an interception, and just, like, sky's the limit. But, unfortunately, it didn't go our way. A lot of missed opportunities. But um, anybody want to chime in? I'd just love to hear your thoughts on the game, guys. Yeah, I, I can start off. Um, yeah, I, I was actually uh, at the game, man. So it was uh, – yeah. So it, it was awesome just being there for one, um, you know, Raider fans, we traveled. So there was a lot of Raider fans in there. We were loud. Um, but just watching the game, I mean, as you guys know, you know, Antonio Pierce has given our fan base, you know, just like a shot of adrenaline. Um, so we went in there excited, even though we were probably most of us, you know, were. You know, we. <sighs> we kind of had to check our expectations because, you know, we're dealing with the number one offense, so much speed out there. We're dealing with the coach um, that, you know, was a great play caller on the other end. Um, but to be honest, you know, the way that we came out there on defense, we played with intensity, played with passion, um, you know, just being there, I was just excited and fired up the whole time, but it was just, you know, you look at Max and you look at guys just flying around on defense and then they give us the ball back and we can't do nothing with it. You know, it's just so frustrating, you know, seeing that offense, man. And they just, they can't, they, it, I mean, even, even during the McDaniels times, I mean, it's, it's that lack of execution, you know, missing blocks, you know, not catching the ball, penalties, um, Aiden holding the ball too long. You know, it's just a, a, a lot of different things. But just from a, you know, feel standpoint, you know, it felt great. And I really think that we could spring board, even though it's a loss, we could spring that on to the next week in KC. Uh, absolutely. And it's interesting. You know, I watched Hard Knocks last night. They had the Hard Knocks Miami Dolphins, so they were featuring that Raider game. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw it, but I guess somebody dumped somebody dumped nachos on Tyreek Hill's wife at the game that's kind of funny but oh, actually I think she bumped the nachos and they fell <laughs> kind of messed up but Joe what did you think of the game you know I, I like what Chris said uh, you know it was it was exciting right I mean we watched it we didn't have the opportunity to go this is a game that we were thinking about going to Chris but we decided not to yeah you know, during the McDaniels years we decided not to spend that money to go up, fly out to, to Miami because we don't want to support the team. Now, if AP would have taken over a few weeks ago, we probably would have had time to plan it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm very excited about the defense, you know, I, to see them running around getting turnovers. Uh, you know, we've been, we've been praying, we've been uh, yelling for that the last couple of years to see that the last few games, the last couple of games, it's really exciting. The offense, you know, unfortunately, um, 
uh, right now. It, it, it wasn't clicking with McDaniels. And now that we went to Aiden, we have to understand that, hey, we're going to go through our growing pains with him. And if we can just withstand that and win a couple of games that maybe are, are tough. And, and you know what? You know, to your point, like uh, we have to watch our expectations going into the Miami game. I yeah. was t- talking to Raider Earn yesterday. You know, um, um, they always say there's no moral victories in the NFL. Fuck that. That was a moral victory yesterday <laughs> not to get blown out. On, on, not yet. That was a moral victory not to get blown out on Sunday. It, if you would have <laughs> told me, if, if you would have told me, um, uh, you know, before the game that, uh, you know, we'll have the last possession driving for a touchdown to try and tie it or win it. Yeah. Um, I'll take that 99 out of 100 times, because if this was four four weeks ago, you'd be telling me. Raiders down by 30 in the fourth quarter, you know, so just to see the passion with these guys playing. And it's amazing to see just a group of men together playing together. Um, You know, the same players they had in McDaniels, bro. You just now inspired to play and and you're having fun doing it and you see the difference. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm saying that, uh, you know, we can beat, we, we, we showed yesterday we could beat anybody and we'll, we'll uh, anticipate, I anticipate Kansas City game to be a close game, you know, just like this one. And we're going to be at home this time. Hopefully we can pull it off. Yeah, you know, I was sharing with Chris earlier, Joe, before you jumped on, that we've been doing this for about 15 years, you know, and... Fuck you, Roy! After 15 years! Fuck you! 15 years is a long time, and I think in those 15 years that we've been doing, I don't think the Raiders have had a good defense, man. I don't think... Yeah. You know, not, I mean, not at this, and not, I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be anything, but you guys said it. This was the number one offense, total yards, scoring, everything, even the third rated rushing game. And they still had their own, you know, they kept them, they kept it under control. And the other thing that crazy to me is it was on the, I was on the East coast, which, you know, we, we always laugh on the show, Chris, because we always say the Raiders never do good on the East coast. They never do good on that 10 AM time slot for us here in the West coast. So, all of that said, I think I think what you guys said was perfect because it, it gives you reason for hope and it gives you reason to think about the future. And you know, before we get into um, next this next coming game, I just want to talk though because there was some major glaring issues I thought with the play calling I didn't like. I mean, I know again I'm so happy that it's not McDaniel's; he's just a villain. But uh, I just feel like you know, the, Bo the the. The offensive coordinator, I think he made some really bad mistakes. I mean, I don't know if all those were his call or what the deal was. Like, on fourth down, why do you throw it up the sideline, you know? I hated like, that. Yeah, yeah I hated like, it. that never works. That never yeah. – that play never and, works. Or And then and, and then he threw it – didn't he throw it at uh, Ramsey, too? Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, Ramsey, like, intercepted, you know? Yeah, and, it's like, man, like, like honestly, did, me personally, and again, it may not be Bo, it might be Aiden going through his progressions or whatever, but – you should never really throw at Ramsey unless it's Devontae over there. Now, I, yeah. I'll take that one-on-one, but if it's Ramsey versus Trey Tucker, no. Don't throw that under any circumstance, you know? That's just me. Yeah, no, and, and to just the management of the game, too, I, I really didn't like, uh, you know, like the, the way that they handled, like, the end of the game and or even the end of the first half. I, I thought, you know, I'm glad they made the field goal, but still I, I would have loved to see a little more urgency and just managing the clock better. And yeah. I know that's going to come with time. So, you know, with all that said, it just it makes me wonder, like, I, I know we got to wait this year out and see. But moving forward, I mean, what would you guys like to see? If you had a wish list, I mean, what would you like to see the Raiders do with their coaching situation? Because, I mean, 
moving forward, I don't think we're going to be able to keep Bo as our offensive coordinator. I mean, he, that guy's never been offensive coordinator. He's, no. you know, he's he's a quarterback's coach at best. And then after that, you got to get rid of Big Daniel's playbook. So you got to you're going to need a real offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I would love to see our man stay right there. I mean. You know what he's doing is it's it's spectacular. I just wonder if he's going to get his shot at a head coaching job because he's really turned this around. But I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on like a wish list for the coaching staff. Whoever wants to jump in, you go, Chris. Yeah, yeah I think um, yeah for sure. Um, first things first, we got to. I think we have to keep Pierce in place as a head coach um, just because he's given this organization everything that we need from. Um, you know, just the fan base is excited again. You know, the alumni is excited. Um, you know, I was not only I was at the Miami game, but the last week I was at the Jets game, and again, it felt like we actually had home field advantage. You That's know, awesome. like we when when can we say we had home field advantage since being <laughs> in Vegas, man? So it's just like you know, it's just the little things that you know you hear Antonio talk, and you know he's not politically correct, but he, he talks like a Raider should talk, you know, like he just gives you that feel, um, you know, it's not like a corporate, he's not a corporate guy. He's a guy that has made a living rolling his sleeves up, played his ass off on the field, you know, and he's working his way up through the ranks as a coach and he's a player's coach. Um, so starting there, we got to keep him in place. I would like to keep Patrick Graham in place as well. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, mash up anything on defense because they're finally starting to develop. It's finally starting to click. I think we're about two guys, two or three guys away from that being a real, almost elite defense because we need someone else to help Max that has that same type of motor as Max. I mean, not that many guys do, but no. uh, I'd like to see him get some help in the middle. Um, Excuse me. Lane is a dog, so I, I really think our defense is close. On offense, I think we have all the pieces we need on offense. We need a, a play caller that can um, make it easy on his quarterback. You know, I think Aiden I, – I don't think Aiden is a quarterback of the future, for one, because I, I think in today's age, you know, you need somebody that can move. You need someone that can help themselves a little bit. Um, Aiden has a nice arm. He's, he's probably smart enough, probably has a work ethic. But in today's age, I mean – you got defensive tackles running four, six, four, five, four, seven, you know, so having those Marino or Brady or, or Peyton Manning type guys, I think that that's the, you know, the football of the, of the ages. So, you know, I think you need somebody that can at least extend a play, you know, you don't got to be a Michael Vick or anything, but someone that can extend a play, help out your offensive alignment a little bit and, yeah. and make a play. So um, I would like to see a, 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 you know, a young offensive minded coordinator that that knows how to, you know, put guys in position to help out his quarterback. That would be great, honestly. And um, I, I think you're so you're so right there, because I, me and Joe were talking about this yesterday at lunch. We, we, you can't make the same mistake we made with Bisaccia again. You know what I mean? We can't. Yeah. You got the guys in the locker room fighting and you see a, a different level of fight in this team. So yeah. you can't do that. I think you're right. I think the biggest thing is we just need a new offensive play caller, somebody that's innovative, somebody that, um, you know, could come in and, and really utilize what we have. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're also right on the quarterback. I think Aiden O'Connell could be a good backup in this league. Right. 
Uh, but I don't see him in the, like just like you said in this modern. We don't need to have like you said modern Michael Vick or you know we don't need that. But you need a guy like Mahomes who's elusive. Yeah, you know who who can move in the pocket and can can get make some things happen. I mean, I, I don't know what it would take to get somebody like Caleb Williams, but I mean somebody like that would be amazing for me. That would be at the top of my wish list. What about you, Joe? What do you think? I mean, are you all in on Harbaugh? What do you what are you thinking? Well, look, I mean, I, look. I, you know, I'm at I'm at a crossroads here because I would love to see Harbaugh, but I'm not about to make the same mistake that we did with Basaccia, right? So we got to play out the year. If AP has us, he obviously has the team, the team, uh, um, uh, you know, backing him. So I can't I can't sit here and say uh, I don't want AP to be my coach. I want him to be our coach. I want the players to play hard like that. So you know, if it was. You know, we had Josh McDaniels, and I'm like, like if we had Harbaugh, if we had Harbaugh, we didn't have Harbaugh. You know, now it's like, do we want AP or do we want Harbaugh? Um, that's a tough one, but I, you know, we got to play out this year, see how see how it turns out. Uh, but uh, you look at who's successful now, who the the successful coaches, right? The guys that aren't necessarily the the Bill Belichick to the world, you know, the right. the X's and those guys, you know, Josh McDaniels, uh, not Josh McDaniels, uh, Mike McDaniels, uh, Mike McDaniels from Miami, dude, he's dancing yeah, he's like a little nerd. Players, bro. Yeah. He's dancing with the players on the field, bro. He's not yeah. the, the, the typical coach that you would see. Look at even in our, in our, in our, um, in our uh, lifetime with our Raider coaches, right? Who's the best one? John Madden, bro. He wasn't politically correct at all. Right. So, yeah. Being politically correct makes me like AP even more than than uh, talking to you know listening to Josh McDaniels press conference. Well, uh, well, uh, well, uh, just a bunch <laughs> of mumble jumble. Like, you know? So you're gonna get real stuff with AP. So I, I'd be yeah. totally happy with uh, with giving him a full year, taking the taking the interim tag off. Um, but I will say 100%. We I don't care who we bring in. We cannot if, if he if he's if AP has us on the verge of making the playoffs after the beginning of this year, there there is no doubt about he needs to be our coach next year. Because if we jump ship on him, do the same thing that we did with Basasia, and it doesn't work out, there's going to be fucking anarchy in the Raider Nation, bro. And and we yeah, all we don't need it. yeah we, we don't, don't need, need that. Bro. We we've already gone through that. We we yeah. already did a lot of that. You know, we it was it was a rough times, man. And. I think mostly. I think you're you're dead. Both you guys are dead on straight. I mean, you know, just to play devil's advocate though. I mean, Harbaugh is he is a winner. I mean, if I watched that last game, you know, the one against Purdue, and those those players were fired up for him, and he wasn't even there. I mean, so he's a guy. I think players can get behind too. I, he's another guy though that likes to piss people off. So I mean, I mean, Chris, you know more about it. You live out there in the Midwest. You know, I mean, shoot, that's not the game this week. Isn't Ohio State playing Michigan? Yeah, so so the crazy thing, and, and I, it, you know, it cracks me up, like, when I hear people talk about Harbaugh, because though I am in Ohio, I am a Michigan fan. All um, right. So, you know, and, and, and even a few years back, you know, there's a lot of rumors about, you know, Harbaugh, you know, po- you know potentially going to um, the Raiders and stuff like that. But, you know, to be honest, man, I, I, I don't want Harbaugh and the Raiders. You know, I think – Harbaugh's always going to be suited better for the college. Um, you know, he, of course, he has some success in the NFL, but the thing with Harbaugh, his personality, man, it's like, 
it's, he's not like Gruden because he's more of a people's guy than Gruden. But Harbaugh's like, I, I think in time he'll rub players the wrong way. Like uh, other millionaires, he'll rub the wrong way. So like stuff, like almost kind of like um, Urban Meyer. So it's like when you get some kids that are going to work their ass off because they have a goal to get to the NFL, like you can get away with certain stuff. Like you can talk to guys a certain type of way. You can act a certain way. But like when you're dealing with like, like that's why I don't think Dion would ever be good in the NFL, and that's why Urban Meyer would never be, and that's why Nick Saban wasn't good in the NFL. It's like I, I don't think they had that personality that millionaires can get behind and run through a wall. Um, you know, AP has that because he played at that level. I mean, in, in Harbaugh, especially with all the the scandals that's going on. He's going to end up leaving Michigan just because, you know, he, he he's going to be looking at, you know, you know, probably some suspensions and, you know, some additional suspensions probably. But, um, you know, I, I just don't I just don't think it's going to be a good fit. I mean, he, he did well the first time around, but he should yeah. stay in college. That's, that's just me. And, and yeah. again, I'm a Michigan yeah. fan. I love Harbaugh. Yeah. But that's, that's just my view. And I could, I could, here's the other thing you need to think about too. Uh, I think if you're Mark Davis, Harbaugh is going to be a high, much higher price tag than Adrian. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we're already, you know, we already made the mistake. I mean, I'm not (laughs) even saying Gruden was a mistake, but we're still paying him. And, and Josh was a mistake. Josh McDaniels was a mistake and we're still paying him. So we can't afford, I mean, it's not my money, but we, we look like fucking donkeys when we hire these coaches yeah. and fire them all the time. And I don't like the Raiders that look for the Raiders. So Absolutely. To get, it's going to have to be something dramatic that happens at the end of the season for us not to roll with AP. Like if we lose the rest of our games and the, yeah, loses the locker room, which I don't see, uh, I think we got to go with AP. And an offensive coordinator, I don't really have an answer for that, Ern. I, I guess we have to see who's available. And really, ultimately – how Bo does the rest of the way, right? He could, you know, I, you could tell watching the game, loving the defense, but you could tell that, uh, um, you know, they don't have all the trust in McCon- uh, in O'Connell as of yet, right? He's a rookie, so yeah. they're, they're, they're calling plays but- even less, right? We said we need to take the training wheels off, and as soon as we take the training wheels off, make that pass, he throws an interception. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, real quick, real quick. Here's my thought you know, what if you could do this? This would be amazing, and I don't know if it's possible, but what if you could roll with AP and then bring in Eric Bienemy as the coordinator? I love Eric. Look what he's doing with Washington, right? Yeah, 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 I I would love that, but he's he's gonna. His next move will be a head coach. Yeah, yeah he's probably gonna be. It's, it's actually a shame that he isn't a head coach yet. I know so, I mean, it really is. Yeah. So I mean, he's getting a head coach after you know he he left uh, he left uh, um, Kansas City right because obviously they're probably saying well it's not really the enemy it's Mahomes Kansas City's the offense Kansas City's offense is horrible right now right. and Washington they have the they have the number one quarterback in the league right now on pass yards I don't know how it is after this last week but. He's got Washington competing, and and that Washington team shouldn't be competing right now. So, At all. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they're fun to watch. It's fun to watch. He's either going to be the head coach of Washington, taking over for Rivera, or he's going to be a head coach somewhere next year. I mean, if we get him as offensive coordinator, I say fucking get him. Pay him head coach money to bring him in as offensive coordinator. I don't care. But he's yeah. good enough. Yeah. Another another dream scenario would be somehow get, get Caleb Williams and get uh, – 
mm-hmm. that that USC coach to be the coordinator. He'll never do it though. Lincoln Riley will probably never want to be a court, offensive coordinator in the NFL. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of some names. Maybe uh, maybe they'll go with Cliff Kingsbury. You know, he he was an offensive assistant for USC. Uh, maybe they're going to go after Kyler Murray. That's the name I keep hearing about that the Raiders might pursue Kyler Murray next year um, because I don't as much as like that. you wouldn't like that. No, nah, man. I mean, because at this point, like I, I think our team, our nucleus is like they want to be hard workers. Like I, I just don't feel like Kyler's going to put the work in. I don't it, from everything that I hear. He's not a good teammate. You know, like I, I don't even want to bring that into what we're trying to build. Honestly, like we, we got some hell of a hell of a group of leaders right now, man. And I, you know, I, I don't want a a quarterback that's going to be lazy. I mean, not saying he's lazy, but I, I don't know, man. Kyler just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm cool with yeah. him. You know, some, what, I, you I know what, it, podcast. I saw a podcast uh, earlier from uh, um, Chat Sports Missile Rants. I don't know if you guys are, are watching that one, but. Uh, He's talking about there's rumors about Justin Fields too, and I'm not a fan of Justin. Don't Fields. even start with that. Come yeah. on, no way. That guy can't hit a side of a bus. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but but they're mobile. Like what we're talking about, those are two mobile mobile quarterbacks. Mobile, but very inefficient. Yeah. 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 Like I mean, honestly, like, I know we're talking about Caleb, but honestly, Caleb's not the only mobile guy that's coming out. Like I think uh, Bo Nix can move Bo a Nicks. little bit. Yep. Drake May can move a little bit. Um, I think a lot of these players, um, even Penix from Washington, um, you know, these guys can move, um, you know, even in the NFL, like Justin Herbert can move, you know, Burrow can move enough. It's just like, I don't need a guy that can just run a four. He don't have to run a four, but give me a guy that can, you know, even, even car, like even how car was, car was more athletic than what he showed. Car could move. He was just scared once he got hurt, but. Just give me a guy that can at least evade a defender and, you know, help out the offensive line for another second. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it may even come down to, you know, at the end of the day, we're talking about if we're if we're fighting for a playoff spot, right? I mean, did AP earn his earn his place uh, to be a full time coach for next year? I think he did over the last two weeks, but especially if we're fighting for a playoff spot, and if we're fighting for a playoff spot. Then we're going to be in the conversation. All right, do we give O'Connell a year? Then do we give O'Connell a full year to see if he's the guy? You know, I mean, yeah, we can all sit here and say mobile quarterbacks is that's the nature of the league this year. But there's still quarterbacks that are doing it that aren't very mobile. You know, and and yeah, uh, no, either way, they're going to have to draft somebody. Yeah, because with you know going the free agent route, it doesn't really make much sense because you're still going to be stuck with Jimmy G's contract. Mm -hmm. And that you know, as I mentioned, Jimmy G, I mean. Is there any point where you guys would say, hey, why don't we just see what Jimmy G could do here? I don't think we go back anymore. I don't think we go backwards. I think we got to see what – I think what O'Connell does the rest of this year will determine what we do in the draft, to be honest. I think, to your point, we're going to we're gonna draft a quarterback regardless. But if O'Con- if we know by the end of this year that we really got to get a quarterback, then we got to start uh, utilizing our assets and drafting um, – and. United are assets to move up in the draft because we're not going to be a top, you know, you know, at even if at this point right now, we're probably looking at mid-level draft pick. So, and that's not going to get one of the top quarterbacks, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about this week's game then just real quick. Let's get into this uh, Chiefs matchup, man. They hated Chiefs. You know, I've been watching them. I watched them on Monday night and obviously the Eagles are one of the best teams in football. So it's hard, you know, it's hard to say, but, 
Um, they don't look that good. They don't look that good, Joe. You know, you, protect you. You could say that. You could say fill in here on what you think, but I, to me, I don't think they look. They don't look Super Bowl worthy. They don't look like the same team. I don't know. What do you guys think about the Chiefs? I mean, can we beat them? Yeah, to me, it's like I. I don't want to let the last game get us overly excited because yeah, we did play great against the Dolphins, um, and the Dolphins got the number one offense, but. Um, you know, what's his name? Um, Tua made Tua made some mistakes. And the thing is, you know, Mahomes, for one, he knows how to beat us. And Mahomes, I mean, no matter what we say about him, he's the best quarterback in the league. So uh, we got to make sure we, we don't go in overconfident because what we got away with last game, we may not be able to get away with um, against the Chiefs. However, um, those daggone Chiefs receivers are trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Trash. Like, if, if yeah. we can figure out a way, which, I mean, that's just, like, the cure for cancer. Um, if you <laughs> figure out a way how to, like, stop Kelsey, then we'll be okay. But I don't know if it's – if um, Taylor – or Tyler or whatever name, Taylor Swift needs to just not show up or whatever. But we got to figure out a way to slow him down because the rest of those receivers are trash. And, you know, we, we should be able to – but, but also, their defense isn't that bad either. Like, that Chris Jones. Oh, their defense is yeah. good. Yeah. He scares me. He, he yeah. yeah. So, we got to figure out something for him, too. Yeah, I, I think, I think um, you know, Chris is spot on. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes can throw it up in the air and catch it himself, then the Chiefs oh, will be yeah. better off. Because you know? <laughs> exactly. he threw some dimes, bro. I mean, they should have won that game, and it wasn't because of Patrick Mahomes. It's because they had so many drops. It was like, oh, my God, I'm having – I messaged my friend Ray because I knew he's a Chiefs fan. I knew he was probably breaking, <laughs> banging his head against the wall because they should have won that game. So, you know, this is another game where, man, if you're going to tell me before the game, if we got a chance to win it in the fourth quarter, I'll take that every day, bro. Uh, this is not a game. You know, the good thing about the Raiders, what we've seen since uh, since AP's come around, I mean, we we uh, we played up to the competition. We didn't yeah. play down. We, you know, we, we whooped on the, the, the Giants, which we should have. We played a tough uh, Jets defense, and then we played up to Miami. So if we could play up to the Chiefs, um, you know their defense is really what's going to get them. What's going to get them there this year? And and honestly, their offense can too if they can catch the ball because they should have won by double digits yesterday. And and uh, just because they can't, they they're, they're to your point. It's just you know, with our luck, the receivers will all of a sudden start catching the ball against right. us. You know, <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, if you're gonna tell me if you're gonna tell me this game, I think we're gonna continue the momentum. Um, you know, where I think if I'm not mistaken, three and one, four and one at home. Um, and and that's really with only one home game against the Jets, because the other home games were probably 50 50 because nobody wanted to go support the Raiders under Josh McDaniels. No. Uh, but if if we're gonna be competing if you could tell me we're competing and, and we have a chance to win in the fourth quarter, I'll take it and we'll roll with that, you know. Yeah, I mean, is this though in your mind? Do you guys uh, do you feel like in in order to have any shot of the playoffs? I mean, I know it's kind of crazy to be talking about, talking playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. But is this a must-win game to stay in the hunt in the AFC? Obviously, I think right? We have to. I think we have to. It's an AFC game. It's a division game. There's so many teams that are five and six, five and five. You know. Uh, we went on a two-game winning streak, and we moved up from probably the worst team in the in, worst teams in the league to the number eight, eight or nine seeds. So, if we can beat this game, then we got you know we got uh, 
I think we're I think we're a bye after this week, and then we have yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota Chargers. I mean, I mean, maybe not in this order. I'm just thinking of the rest of the schedule. Minnesota Chargers. We have the Colts in there, the Chiefs again, the Broncos, Denver. and yeah. then yeah. So I mean, this is a game where we have to split against KC, you know, and and this is this is probably our best chance to go in and and win it. Yeah, because know? the next one's going to be in the cold. Yeah, next one's yeah. going to be cold. So. But I mean, but O'Connell is a guy. I mean, playing at Purdue. I mean, I don't even. Where is Purdue? Is that like somewhere near Chicago? Where Where is that? Uh, anyway? Indiana. Yeah. Okay. So is it cold? Does it get real cold over there? Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So he he knows how to play in the cold, probably better. Oh than yeah, far. yeah, yeah. He'll he'll be he'll be fine in the cold. Yeah, Crosby okay. does too. I mean, I, I just it's just more of home field advantage. Uh, you know, get the Raiders at home against the against the Chiefs and. And naturally, we, we usually play them pretty tough, even when they should be blowing us out. So I think with the right attitude and and ultimately, you know, AP's got to keep preaching it. You know, you got to believe you got to believe you're going to win. If, if you go in there um, thinking you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Just believe you're, you can beat anybody. And I really think that they can beat anybody. They proved it. And let's go on and show it. I mean, to me, the biggest thing is um, the running game. If you got if you can get the running game. And it's still, I mean, it was a miracle we, we stayed in it. We stayed in it because of the defense last week. But, you know, if we could get the running game going like we had against the Jets and the Giants, then to me, I think we do have a solid chance. But I don't know. I, I, I would like to ask Chris, man, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the odds are of us beating KC this week? I mean, I know you said we can't just go off of last week, but do you think um, it can be done? I mean, there's a lot of variables, man. I think, you know, I definitely think we can beat them. I think we can beat them, but it's one of those things – um, we just got to prove it, man. Um, because you know, the Andy Reid effect, you know, that they have the upper hand from a coaching standpoint. I think, um, you know, our offense and their defense is going to match up pretty well. Um, I think it just depends on what our offense can do. Um, you know, if I would say if I'm a betting man, I am a betting man, but I, I would say. <laughs> I, I I would still say it's 50 50 like I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not overly confident um for you know the main reason is until I see us get Josh Jacobs going again you know because I if Aiden has to throw 30 times 30 40 times a game we're going to struggle so you know we got to be able to feed our beast and and uh and keep it going and and, and keep Mahomes on the sideline if we can do that I think we got a good chance, but um, I, I would say it's a toss up right now. Yeah, you know, I'm actually trying to look up and see. I think I think the X factor, one of them is Colton Miller. They need to get him back. Oh, got to get him back. Have to. Got to get him back. And I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to look at the report here. I don't see any update, and we won't probably really know until Friday. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> the other thing is, I think if you could, if Spillane can be. You know, a guy that can finally just kind of close down Kelsey a little bit, maybe get him and Diablo on him, or maybe put uh, – I like that safety to play uh, Paul Amalo. Yeah, his cousin. Yeah, right? him, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was honestly, fast. Honestly, that, that's probably the matchup that I would do just because he's he's tall, he's fast. Um, he might be able to give Kelsey a little bit of problem. But, yeah, I, I don't think Spillane – Spillane's not going to be able to keep up with him. I'd rather Spillane kind of flow like he has been. But, yeah, we, we need to put a safety on that guy. Got yeah. to. Yeah. Well, Vegas man, it's going right to be now, exciting, man. Yeah, Vegas right now, 
you know, I mean, Vegas always disrespects the Raiders, but they got they got us uh, Kansas City favored by eight and a half at Allegiant Stadium. So Vegas is saying that uh, there's an 85% chance that Kansas City wins this game. They only given us a 15% chance at home. So, I mean, you know, um, you know, I'm a betting man too, brother. So, I mean, I'll take those odds any day of the week. I think we definitely have way more better than a 15% chance of winning that game. I think Thanks. we'll definitely cover the 8.5. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I look at this game and, and, and I look at this season and this could be the game that, that like the when we look back in this season, that's the game that that's the turning point right there. Not only hired AP, you know, but they're not going to say you beat the Giants, you beat the Jets. You know, Miami would have been that that winning yeah. that 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 staple win. This win this Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs could be the staple win that really propels us to the next level. Absolutely, yeah, and it, and it could also elevate AP to take off the interim tag. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you got to, yeah, yeah. you got. To. We beat, yeah, we beat the Chiefs. You got it. Yeah, yeah. If we beat the Chiefs on Sunday, I better wake up sign on Monday that, that APs are head coach now. Absolutely. You know, so. Sign sign the contract right there. Yeah, move him into the big office. That's the that was the funny story I heard this week that he had, he's still in his assistant coach's office. Yeah, yeah. Give him the give him the big corner office, man. <laughs> he said I don't want to move twice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's something, man. Well, hey. I got to say thanks, Chris, man. And, uh, you know, it was really cool having you on here. Um, I just hope people out there can uh, just dive into your content and everything you guys are doing. Uh, you guys are on – your show, is, does it come out on – because I see you on Twitter too, but is it is it on YouTube? Is it on – Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, so it's on YouTube. Um, it's under the Protect the Shield podcast channel. Um, you know, you can actually uh, catch me there. So I have a – um i do a weekly show on friday so called fan talk friday um that i do yes, every I week that. yeah and then i also have um um i, I do a just kind of a, a co-host with um with one of my friends spicy raider girl uh, we do that every wednesday usually um but with the holidays we didn't do it today but um you know we do that and and you know you i have some good um interviews that i've done so far um, you know, I have one with you, Jackson, former coach, you Jackson. That's awesome. We were to have a very good conversation, told me a lot of good behind the scenes stuff, um, just about Al Davis's last days and just how that whole year went, um, when he was coach, um, you know, that, that was, that was, that was such a great interview. I really enjoyed that. Also, you know, some of the diehard fans may remember Bruce Krakowski. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I interviewed him, had a very good conversation with him. Um, you know, had had an interview with Stu Swaggart on there. And I got a, oh, I remember a, him. I got Swaggart. A, yeah, that's my guy, Stu. Um, Dang, how do you get all these interviews? That's so cool. Yeah, man, just networking, man. Um, yeah, really just networking and just reaching out to him, honestly. And I and I, those, inter- I, those interviews are on which show, though? Are they on the Protect the Shield podcast or are they on yeah, the other yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, on Protect the Shield. So if you go on there and then you can look up um in my playlist, I got um I got live interviews so you can see uh, you know the live interviews that I got cuz I'm 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 new to this. I've only started um I've been in I started in April this year, you know, and I've I've really ascended pretty pretty quickly um as far as just doors opening up for me and I got a very big interview coming on bye week um that I'm excited to to do as well. So, you know, I've just been working hard and grinding, man. I, I, 
I love the Raiders to the death, man. So, and I love meeting other fans. I'm glad I had a chance to kind of uh, network with you on Twitter, man. So, um, you know, I love it. And hopefully I can get you on my show sometime. Oh, I'd love to do that, man. And anytime, just let me know. Um, you know, like we, like I said, normally we do this one on Wednesdays, uh, but we are, I'm also trying to expand it. And uh, we, we've, we went for a while, just audio. And then now we're, we went back to the video po- uh, platform. So we're on Spotify and YouTube too, but I'm going to be definitely checking through your playlist. Cause I got to see those interviews, man. I, I was a huge, huge Jackson fan. And I was real sad when he got let go. Uh, you, you, you'll love it, man. In fact, I, what I'll do is I'll, um, I'll send you the link um in twitter for that interview thank you it's a it's a it's a great interview man i mean we we talked about everything just a lot of behind the scenes decisions that were made and why they were made and i i learned so i thought i knew so much but he told me a lot of the inner workings man it was it was a great that's so great. cool i'm very i'm very seriously interested in, in hearing that and listening to that because um like I said, I was heartbroken when he was let go. And it was like, it's kind of like a teardown, you know, um, and we've gone through this so many times and hopefully we don't have to go through it again. So, yeah. hey man, um, thanks again for coming on. And Joe, I want to just wish you guys, both you guys, a very happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully uh, you, you get to get together with your families and friends and have a good uh, celebration and just give some thanks because, you know, we got a lot to be thankful for in this country. And even as Raider fans, things are on the up and up. So oh, yeah. thanks again, you guys. Thanks again. I appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Peace out. Later, Raider Nation. Peace out. Raiders. Take care. Peace out.